All right. Since we had so many great like ask the crews uh, today, so we got yeah. a few more that we're gonna add in here. So. This first one's from Francis in Glendale, and it's actually to Taylor. It says, are you the guy at parties who always brings out the guitar? Hashtag ask Taylor. You absolutely are. I can see it. If somebody 100%. asks, I'll play for them, but I'm not, I'm not bringing my own guitar to the party now. What's your first song <laughs> you the play you, you bring the fiddle out, though, whenever you want. I don't just have it in my backpack, you know, no, with me I, at all times. You totally are sitting around, you know, the <laughs> fire pit, and you're just like, you know okay, what, I'm so going to plug this in real fast. Hey, guys. The parties I go to typically have instruments there, so, I mean, it's, oh, it's, part, of, oh. it's part of it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. But what's the first song you play if you're asked to play a song? Uh, Wonderwall for you, Emily. Oh, <laughs> oh that's good. Look at that. All right, there's you, one for you, you are, That's so on brand. <laughs> like, you're such an Oasis guy. That's perfect. That makes perfect sense. All right, Em, this one's yep. from you. This is from okay. Aaron Palmer. He says, what would Emily do if she could only hear Taylor Swift on randomized Pandora channels? Mm. <laughs> Hashtag ask Emily. So in this world, <laughs> it's the idea that... Um, Taylor Swift has some sort of deal where she can only be on Pandora. No and not just her own channel. <laughs> yes. It's random channels at random times. I think I'd be okay because then, you no. know, every so often I get her. But then I like other things that sound like Taylor Swift. So it's not like I just like Taylor Swift. I like my pop girlies. So I think if I was on a station that's a Taylor Swift station, I'd be fine. And then maybe I'd like buy vinyls more or something like that where I could just like, have the physical stuff. But yeah, I don't, I don't know about I that. I kind of like Taylor Swift. Is that, is that, is She's that amazing. Thing? Yeah. I think that you should love her a lot. I I know. I think she's really talented. I think she's really good, and I like her songs. That's great. And I, she writes her stuff, right? Like, yeah, she writes all of her I own mean, stuff. I mean, I respect yeah. that. Like, yes. I, mean, I don't know. Taylor's a hater. Everyone else is a hater. It's <laughs> not a hater, not just not my style of yes. music that I'm like, I'm going to turn on Taylor Swift. I'm on Taylor I'd be okay with that, too. I, I, I'm, yeah. I, you know what? We're kind of the demo, huh? It's okay. The co- yes. Is the concert oh. still like crazy amounts right okay. now like the, the secondary market <laughs> yeah. she just no, you she, so, she straightened up a little bit she was like alright I'm ready for this hold on hold on M, hey, I'm with you M. I, I saw those tickets especially the yeah. Vegas show the you Vegas gonna, show yeah. I'm looking at the secondary market and people are like Hey Kirk, um, I know you used to play for the Raiders and <laughs> you probably may have a end to the people at Allegiant Stadium but there's a Taylor so I'm like wait people are calling me texting me do I got pulled at Allegiant Stadium I can't help you because I looked at those <laughs> ticket prices on the secondary market I mean w- what are you getting w- besides the concert that comes with these okay. prices Emily so, are you getting a meet and greet are you no. getting lunch brunch and <laughs> dinner like it's crazy you're getting the show of your lifetime Kirk oh, Morrison wow. you're getting the best show you could probably pay your money for but she's doing her era's tour so it's like it could be this like, a four hour concert for what tour Eras, so she's eras, doing okay. all of her different eras. I heard she eras. Has she has a lot yes. of music. Yes. She like actually yes. can justify that exactly. And yeah. so I paid face value for my tickets. Thank God. Oh, congrats! And so I got it on the pre-sale <laughs> ticket market. But uh, yeah, I have a bunch of friends, and all my all, like uh, three of my sisters are coming to town for it. It's gonna be amazing. How many tickets you get? I got six tickets. Whoa! Okay. Wow! So, so you took so. all the tickets. All right, I get it. I see. <laughs> no, that's what okay. You're, you're having a group. <laughs> what, so what is it? What do you what call when you're when you're a uh, when you're a, a Swift, Swift fan, fan, a Swifty. Yeah. Swifty? Swifty, you're a Swifty all the way. I'm, so, uh, what's yes. the date? What's the date of this concert? I'm going August fifth. Um, August fifth. So, so yeah, the wow. Saturday like, at SoFi Stadium. So is this is this like one of those things? Because I okay, story time really quickly. Yes. I'm sorry, but I'll always remember this one time. I was in Arizona with my buddies. We're having a little happy hour, and we're at the Scottsdale Mall. We're outside, you know, on the little terrace, having uh, you know drinks and food, and I remember. There was like limos upon limos and car services pulling up and it was like women getting out 
and it was like five <laughs> at a time, six at a time, seven. And I'm like, I don't know what's going on, but the last two and a half, three hours, all these women keep getting out of limos, and I couldn't figure out what is going on. So I just said, you know what? Excuse me, man. I just want to know what's going on. I keep seeing all these women get out. Just like, oh, it's the Sex in the City premiere comes out, to, or the Sex in the City was just came out. And so I'm like, Sex in the City, the movie was coming out, and people were going in groups. So I yeah. only, once I thought about that, how are you going to get to the concert? Is this like a full on <laughs> day? Because this, this yes. can't just be like, oh, I drive to the concert and we go. Like this has to be like a full weekend oh, extravaganza. We're tailgating for oh, sure tailg- for Taylor Swift. You're tailgating yes. a concert. I'm into this. I mean, why wouldn't you tailgate for Taylor Swift? And so it's I have five I people coming from out of town. So like Taylor Swift did not tour in uh Virginia, North Carolina, or South Carolina. So that's where a lot okay. of my family and friends are. And so they are like, okay, I'm going to travel either anyway. So I'm going to travel to LA for the show and stay with me. So I'm having a lot of people mm-hmm. stay with me. And then we're going to do tailgate in downtown. We're probably going to try to hit up a club afterwards and do a Taylor Swift only club. And it's going to be great. We're going to do different outfits Hell for baby. each different era. So there's 12 different uh, albums. And so we're each going to do a different uh, outfit for a different album. It's going to be amazing. I'm, I'm super excited All about right. it. So this is the last question that I got for you <laughs> Go this is, because this is I can only hear. So much about Taylor I know. Swift. I'm, yeah, um, me right. <laughs> How much is your price? What is your price? Everybody has a price for something to get rid of your just your ticket. Ooh. The other five can go to somebody else. What wow. is your price for that one ticket? It's Lowest, be very, very, very high. Right. Um, so, what would that price? I think it'd be? have to be because <laughs> I'm I'm not giving it up. Yeah. It'd, it'd up. No, like, no, no, no. This is for yeah. your ticket. Yes. I'm not giving it up. But if it would, it'd be fifty. Okay. 50K? Yes. I think that could be doable. I'm sure somebody out there can find that. But there was another question. Hey, so if you want to take Emily's ticket, get (laughs) $50,000, you can send it to Venmo to somewhere for Emily Hebel. I don't know what it is. Can you send a $50,000 Venmo? You, I don't but know. Limit. I think a limit. <laughs> have a limit. I, I don't know. I've never though, sent that much money. <laughs> Extravagant. Never seen that, that much is. money. <laughs> yeah. Um, hey, Kurt, are you working on Christmas? I'll be there on Christmas. Yes, indeed. Which one? Which game are you doing? Uh, I'm doing Rams, or sorry, Broncos at Rams. Oh, yeah. So oh, yeah. That's an exciting one. Generally speaking, I don't have a problem with the NFL crowding into the NBA's territory on Christmas, right? Correct. Well, they oh, do by every, the way, do we have any more ask everybody? Are we done? We're good? No, yeah. we're, there's one more for me, but we'll do it next segment. You sure? Perfect. Yes, yeah. all right. we're all good. Okay. Um, I don't have a problem with it because I actually think it's sort of different audiences. I, I think yes. the NFL is basically everybody. <laughs> <laughs> and the NBA is a slice of the pie. Yeah, Right, okay. and the people who really want to watch the NBA game, they're probably going to watch the NBA game because it's their team Correct. and they're into it. Like, if you're a Laker fan and you really want to watch LeBron play Luca on Christmas Day, you're going to watch it. But the rest of the time, you're going to have football on. You're probably not going to watch the rest of the games, right? You're probably not going to watch the right. rest of the NBA games. Whereas it used to be like you would just leave on ABC or Turner or whatever it is, and you just leave it on all day, like we're going to do with football. So the crowd in, and, and, and I think the teams of the, the fans of each team are going to watch whatever team they, NBA team they want, but the casuals are all going to watch football, right? Well, it I depends. Think it depends. Yeah, yeah, it depends. It, I, it, it really depends. And, and, and sorry to cut you off, Greg, but you're fine. since 1989, okay, 1989, mm-hmm. it, it seems like it wasn't that far ago, right, for us older folks, but then you really think about like, that's all 30 plus years yeah. ago. Anyway, um, but since 1989, there's only been 22 regular season games on Christmas Day. So the NFL has Ooh. not done Christmas. They have generally given that to the NBA, but more importantly, they've given it 
um, you know, they've given Christmas Day to the fans, to people to be at home with their families. Now, because it, ha- you know, how, and how how often does it happen truly to have Christmas Day fall on a Sunday? Right. Yeah. Was it like well, every, and what, what they did seven, this year was weird. Years? Is they moved a lot of games to Saturday. Correct. Right. And now there's this for the NBA. I would think. No, they. I think they did it because it's that time of year. Once college football is done, yeah, they literally take over the weekend. They did it last weekend with mm-hmm. a triple header. They'll do it this weekend. They'll do it the following weekend. So the NFL just takes over the weekends once college football is right. done. And look, before the season, if you told me, hey, we would have these matchups, look, I'll be all for it. All right, Green Bay at Miami seemed like a great one. Aaron Rodgers versus Tua, or. Russell Wilson and Denver Broncos take on Matthew Stafford and the Rams. You're like, oh, sign me up for that one for Christmas. And then at the end, Tampa Bay, Tom Brady versus Kyler Murray and the Arizona Cardinals. And now... All three games, wait, wait. yeah. Well, Packers, Dolphins, maybe. Packers, Dolphins might be all right. Packers, Dolphins, might be all right. Got some. That maybe. Like, Kirk, you said that there was twenty-two Christmas Day games on yes. on for the NFL. They do this, but the last three years they've had Christmas Day games. They had one this in twenty twenty. Really they had twenty. They had two in twenty twenty-one. Now it's three cool. this year. So this is not something new by any means. I don't think this is some like the NFL is taking over Christmas. No, I think they, this but is they used kind to they normal. used to stay down stand they down. Like to. it used Correct. to be the NBA was really the Christmas Day thing and the NBA builds in a lot of content in and around so I know on our network we build in a lot of stuff building up to Christmas because that is a big day for the NBA and like even even down to like because I'm friends with a lot of people who are on the broadcast crews like working a Christmas Day game is a big deal big deal like that's like the spotlight game which game do you have but even just being on the broadcast crew for a Christmas Day game is a big deal so you know generally speaking it's just the NFL is just the the king. It's it can just, own anything it wants. Can it can own any day it wants. Whenever it wants to. Yeah. I think for me, as a, as a former NFL player, two things. I've been to a Christmas Day game mm-hmm. as a, when I was an active player. Uh, I was playing for the Buffalo Bills, and the New York Knicks were playing. Uh, I forget who they were playing, but it was one of those games where it's a noon tip-off in New York. Me and my wife, we went. We did the whole New York experience yep. because we had a couple days off for the Christmas break. But then I think about, for me as a fan, I've always said Christmas Day is really the NBA's tip-off. Not necessarily the beginning of the season. Mm-hmm. I just call it the NBA tip-off. And then actually the season truly begins the day after the Super Bowl for NBA fans. So that's why you got guys who come and, you know, Christmas Day is where you bring out the best shoes the, the uh, or the designer shoes, the player edition shoes for the NBA players. Because everybody knows that the, all the eyeballs will be on you finally. You get one day to show the NBA or the world that the NBA is king for one day. And yeah. now the NFL taking it over. But, you know, the thing about it, like, it, it's, it's generally seen, it was like almost a gentleman's agreement to say, okay, the NBA has Christmas and, you know, NFL has Thanksgiving or whatever it is. But I almost thought it was, back when I was growing up, like, there was a lot of stores that were closed on Christmas. Yeah. There yes. was a lot of people who would close early for Christmas Eve. Of course. They right. would, um, and, and that's all gone too. Yep. Yeah, I mean, it's still are more open closed on than, Christmas now. Yeah, things are yeah, more open, open on Christmas. More like than a lot Chinese of Chinese food places. Yeah. Yes. Like oh, if I can, you, go, I don't think it's Chinese food on Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> you can get a lot of stuff. Like there's, and and the the general thing was, okay, you know, this is the one day of the year we're going to try to give our employees the day off so they can be home with their families and you don't have to be anywhere do anything. And like, mm-hmm. if you didn't get your Christmas dinner in adv- like thought of in advance, too 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 bad, right? Yeah. Now, you, I'm sure you could postmate something. Oh, like you everything's open. Oh, yeah. People, are, and, people and are driving around. We've just yeah. dropped this idea that 
certain days matter that people mm-hmm. have days off that that certain things should be sacred or certain things yeah. should be like go be with your family yep. and i'm kind of sad about it there's i feel bad for all the retail workers who have to like go out totally. because macy's needs to have another sale or bloomies needs to have but there's money to be made people yep. go out yep. shopping it's not like people stay home i think people are just kind of bored and like they don't necessarily have maybe you do have your family but you don't want to stay home. Like you'd well, rather just stay go out. inside and watch NBA and NFL. Yeah. That's what I'm yeah. going to do. Oh, um, yeah. oh and, and Momo, by the way, too, just uh, another thought here as well. Uh, the Rams Broncos game will be televised on Nickelodeon. Oh, oh good. Wow. I was hoping so. I yes. love that. <laughs> so there will be uh, the slime. Uh, yeah, I like that. I, you know what? Maybe that's what I'll watch. Though. Hey, did yeah. you guys see the fake uniforms that they put out for the Rams uh-huh. and Broncos oh, where they were like yes. the Christmas ugly sweaters, <laughs> but they were jerseys? <laughs> I actually really liked them. Especially this going to be on Nickelodeon. I That's would perfect. buy that. That would yeah. be yes. They had a they they they, they dressed up a mannequin um, outside of the Rams practice facility and, and the Broncos. Oaks. Yeah, and so everyone's like, "Hey, these are the uniforms you guys gonna wear." And dudes are walking by saying, "I'm, I'm not doing that." <laughs> like that's not like, it. Sure, okay, <laughs> trust me. If the NFL says you're gonna wear it, you're gonna wear it, buddy. So um, I actually guys. liked them, especially for Nickelodeon. <laughs> so I actually have to get up and go walk across the street and uh-huh. go to NBA today. Yes. But you're in good hands because <laughs> making his debut solo on the radio in the studio. Greg Berkman. Wow. Well, it's not the debut, but Kirk's but here I'm with leaving me. you. Kirk's, Kirk's here with you, but he's he's remote. Okay? I have to look at you on a screen now, Kirk. <laughs> Greg, it's just it's just you. I know it's gonna be it's scary in here. You gonna be all right? I don't know. I might. I might. Mace is coming in early. And, and Mace is like gonna join flex, you at noon. Though, like, yeah, you know, I'm gonna go hang out over here. At a this NBA is like a this today. is like a relay race show. <laughs> kind of like this. Well, well you like you flexed about show. your study. She's got to flex about me today. Mo, can you can you give me what's on what's on on? We are talking about the five Christmas Day games. Okay, and we're talking about who our MVPs going to be of the Christmas Day games. Any, I'm anything talk- in particular? What, what, what's, what's, what's the NBA even got, got going on? Oh, right they now? got some good games. There's the Warriors Memphis. I think that's a big game. Although no, Steph Curry's no not playing. Man. I know. Yeah. I know. But you still get to see Ja on Christmas. He's awesome. Uh, LeBron Luka, that's a good game. Knicks Sixers, that's good. Knicks are actually good right now. Okay. Um, yeah, Sixers with Joel and B, that's a good one. But the big yeah. game, of course, is Milwaukee and Boston. Giannis, Jason Tatum. Ooh. If you want, can I plug yeah. my own story? I was, uh, I was doing a Jason Tatum story that finally dropped today. Ding. It's talking about how he came back from Luka losing in the finals it's pretty good i don't know it's a Celtic story i don't know if laker fans want to read it but is this a real thing mostly i'm I'm, I'm just i'm just you know i'll read the gossip sites and all this stuff i don't know we got a break but did he skip a game for his son's birthday party yep that's a real thing okay Um, good for him yeah his son deuce is five and they had this weird schedule where they've been out on the road for eight days the eight eight games or something like that they came home Mm -hmm. played against orlando at home and Deuce's birthday fell in between. There was like an off day in between, but the the, the next game was a 12 p.m. start. And yeah. so he had his son's birthday, I think it was in St. Louis. And it, you know what's kind of interesting about it is that he like posted on Snapchat. It wasn't like he's trying to hide anything. Trying to hide it. Like, and they know, gave I'm... him the, the game off for personal reasons. As and, they should have. And the, I think it only became a story because they lost. Like they right. lost both games. Yeah. Mm. I mean, People miss games all the time. Like, I, you can justify a player sitting out the second day of what it's, it's essentially a back to back, right? Mm. I mean, There's a little off day in between, but it was a 12 p.m. start after, a, and it was after a long road trip, et cetera. But I don't know. I, I have a hard time criticizing somebody who is doing something for their kid. Like Never. It's, we ce- I like to celebrate fatherhood and people who make those choices, but it, it would have been a little easier. If they won, yeah. <laughs> all good. They lost. They got swept by Orlando at home. It wasn't great. Yeah, <laughs> so. oh my god, yeah, my, yeah. my guy, Banchero. I like him, Paolo. Okay, Dude, they, all right, Mo, go ahead, go to work. All right, go so have I'm fun. gonna go, and you'll see me on the TV in a minute. <laughs> oh, you'll Absolutely. be up there. You know what? You know what you're gonna see. So I showed up like no hair, no makeup. I didn't put. I I did brush my hair, sort of. 
I took a shower <laughs> and I brushed my hair. But I look, you know, but, down, but you down. A, I mean, I look, gotta, I, I dressed well, but I don't look squad. good. Yeah. And then in about squad. 45 minutes, you'll see me on the TV and you'll be like, whoa, what happened? And it's like, see, just the glam You're going to be on the TV the and it's going to feel like you're right here with me anyway. Yeah. So you leaving is, I'm looking you on the it, TV. Greg. Yeah, thank I you. Think you thank you, Momo. All right, Kirk, Emily, Taylor, Greg, it's been fun. Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Pardon the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Ah, uh, Travis Sisley, right here, back here, uh, 17. Am I, am I not jumping all in, Greg? Am I back? <laughs> yes, you're good? back, yeah, Greg. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're here. You're good. You're good. Uh, I can hear you. Kirk they can on, hear you. For those who can't see, Kirk is on Zoom, and so uh, and we're in the studio, so it's always sometimes a little bit... Uh, <laughs> Oh, it's fun times right now. It, it, it's great oh, times. I got before you get to your thing, Emily. I got a question for you, Kirk. So I am now sitting in the in the two chair. You've been in this studio before. Yes, you know, I have. there's there's the one chair that Travis sits in, that Mason sits in, that Sedano sits in. You know, and I've been Momo was over there, and I'm on okay. this side. Now, yeah. should I move yeah, over to move. the other side? <laughs> Yeah, move and over. have Mason walk in here and see me on the other side. Ma- yeah, make because that's gonna make, be a big deal. Make Mace be the two. Oh, make Mace be the two. Make God, he Mace would lose his mind. Absolutely. See, and also too, you're also in Michael Thompson's chair as well. But, no, so Thompson goes Mike- over in the corner. Yeah, but Michael Thompson's chair is a lot higher. Right now, you're sitting <laughs> a little lower. You know, Michael Thompson, when you come in, he has like. Michael's chair is like really, really high. So every time I come in, you got to lift that lever at the bottom and let the chair go down a little bit. Oh no! Michael's see, like, Michael's the opposite. He oh, goes, he's opposite. Su- no, he, he goes he's super, super low. low. That's right. He's, he's he goes low. crazy. So I have his to legs. raise it up. Yes. So yeah. I have to raise his seat all the way up. I'm like Michael. How do you sit so low? That's what I meant to say. That Michael's chair is always the low. I'm like, how do you do that? But that's just yeah. Yeah, Michael he's Thompson Michael Thompson. He's coming in today. We're actually going to see Michael Thompson today. That's love right there. There we go. There yeah. we go. Um, so, so I got an I got an sure. ask question before we get on to moving on to some sports topics because everyone loves sports. So yes. uh, this is a question sports. from uh, <laughs> I want to assume that your na- name is pronounced Jesus. So yeah. from Jesus, he says, "What's in everyone's fridge right now?" So let's start with Greg. Jeez, oh, <laughs> why did that have to come okay. to me? So I, I got a know. really nice gift basket from Mason. So a lot of the Lovely. things that he gave me are in the fridge right now. There's like pears from Harry and David and you know <laughs> yeah. there's like the cheeses and different that you different would never have that, normally no I would not normally have otherwise okay. if you take all that stuff out there is a Brita filter yep oh. and there is uh, some uh, condiments there's there are, there are some condiments I think there are on the right side there might be some condiments uh, there might be some oranges maybe some oh. <laughs> So yeah, Riley no, that's about that's it. I don't, I don't, there's not much going why? on. There's not much going on in that fridge right uh, now. <laughs> yeah. What about you, Taylor? What's in your fridge? 
I'm pretty lean right now. I'm kind of like Greg. I need to go grocery shopping. <laughs> but I got some pepper jack cheese, uh, oh, pineapple man. juice. What else do I have? Tapatio, hot mustard. And what else do you need? <laughs> a pound of Steve's candy. Oh, wow. there you go. See, look, we're on the same page, Taylor. I like that. Thank All right, you. Kirk, what about you? Uh, that is not the case. So, <laughs> um, how much time do we have in this segment? Uh, as much time as you need. <laughs> okay, sure. Um, because remember, uh, kids are out of school right now. So kids are on winter break. Um, and you never know how much your kids eat or how much they snack until they're out of school. And I'm like, do you have this same stomach at school? Like, Why don't you eat like this? Because you come home and your lunches are still kind of sort of full. But yet when you're at home all day from school, you tend to eat up the whole entire house. So, yes, my, my refrigerator is full. And then so I don't know about you guys. Have you ever like opened your refrigerator and you have like all these different aromas hit you? That's oh, yeah. what's going on in no, my No, I don't have anything right in there now. to have aromas. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Emily does. <laughs> because, so we have a, a family Christmas party on Saturday, and so it's a potluck Christmas party. So yesterday I went and got the honey-baked ham mm, from my people so over good. there in Culver City. Shout out to honey-baked ham. Um, went over there, picked up the ham. So now the ham is there. It's ready. It's, it's, in, it's in the refrigerator. We'll put that tomorrow in the oven and have it all ready for the Christmas party. Then on Sunday, post Rams game, um, we so usually Christmas Day we do uh, gumbo at my mother-in-law, Ooh, my mother-in-law's nice. house, right? So, so the gumbo part for me, I can't partake until after the Rams post game show. It's gonna be gone. You're not gonna it, get no, any of it. No, trust me, it won't be gone. It won't be. <laughs> trust me, it, it will be a fight. No, so I. I, one of the things that I do is I always clean the crab that used to go in. So I have four crabs right now currently in my refrigerator. So you've got like a honey baked ham smell. You've got like a, a crab, crab smell. smell right? I yeah. love all of these things. This is similar to what my parents would do in their fridge. Correct. Like my dad does gumbo too. I don't know if he's yes. going to do it this, this weekend, but I think usually over Christmas he'll do that or he'll do prime rib. Um, my prime dad's rib, great, yes. My, that great was last cook. night, by the way. Yeah, so oh. a little prime rib was last night. But shout out the Trader Joe's. They got this nice little braised rib thing that they got going on. About nice. 20 bucks. Put it on last night, 400 And you put it on for about 20, 22 to 23 minutes. It had a nice little char on the top. So if you want to go with Cooking with Kirk, let me know. That could be another <laughs> segment for later on. Cooking with Kirk gets yeah. you right for the holidays. But then you got some like leftover Chick-fil-A nuggets in there. So like I said, when you open that drawer, I mean, you open that door to my refrigerator, it's just what aroma, you just whatever you want, it's going to hit you. Yeah, Whatever so you can smell. see, the, just to be just be clear though, you have yes. kids and family and all yes. these other you things that you have to do. Yes. My child is not with me right now. <laughs> right. It's Christmas, so she's with her mom. Therefore, <laughs> it is just me. I don't need a full refrigerator just right. for me, myself, and I. So I, there's just a little but bit. But you on do my have side. water though, right? Yeah, well, yeah, I have the Brita filter. It's hydrated. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you, you do have and water. And it's filtered, too. It's not yeah. just it's not straight Ow. out of the tap. Yeah. <laughs> it's filtered, too. <laughs> All right, we got Factor Cap coming up next, right, Kirk? Yeah, Factor oh, yeah. Cap, man. I can't wait, man. I haven't played Factor Cap in a long time. So Factor Cap coming up next right here. This is Travis and Sliwa on 710 ESPN. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. 
How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Hey guys, Greg, I'm glad you stopped me on Taylor Swift earlier because I I think we would still be talking about it currently. I know you would be still. (laughs) But I'm not going to bring it up. I'm I'm done. You just brought it up. (laughs) I I love this though. I I love that you'll be tailgating him. That is... Yes. That is awesome, by it's the gonna way. It's going to be Liddy, Liddy, Liddy. Yeah. It's going to be great. So um, this first question is based off of two different Christmas um, songs. So you guys both aware of um, the Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer Christmas song? That's great. It's mm-hmm. wonderful. So yes, yeah, Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer, and then there's the Grinch Who Stole Christmas. Um, you're a mean one, Mr. Grinch. So <laughs> here's my factor cap. The Grinch coming and stealing all your gifts would be worse than your grandmother getting run over by a reindeer, provided the grandmother lives. Uh, Greg Vatricap. Provided the grandmother lives. Yes. No, man, I can't say anything bad about my grandma. So is which <laughs> which which way is that? Like, so you're gonna say uh, Cap? You know, Someone say it's Cap. No, the, yeah, the Grinch is anything can happen with the Grinch. Do, stay away from my grandma, please. I'm saying <laughs> that is. I'm saying fact. Oh, <laughs> come on! Stealing the gifts. I mean, have grandma. You seen- yeah, but you got to look at the the. She got the, run over by a reindeer. But she lives, Greg. That's, she lives, doesn't matter. Though. She's got to like break a hip. You Did know, you like it's going to be a problem. You didn't see the viral video of the family who rented a Grinch to come in and break into their home. And steal the presents right in front that. of the kids. Yeah. And did you see those kids' faces? Did you see what happened? They were like, so scared and they sad. They were so scared. It was they fought me, back. So what are you talking scared. about? They, yeah, no, they, they fought back. Oh, that's right. It was did. like, you're not going. So the Grinch stealing your gifts is way worse because kids were like, they were like, you know what? You, you don't know what your kids can do until someone's about to steal a gift from them. Like there was they, these kids were possessed, turned feral. <laughs> yeah, but not so, all yes. would. Some of the things we were talking about the other day was fight or flight, and like yes. a lot of people are going to go flight in that situation. So no, no, no. I, Taylor, Grandma's not getting run over by nothing. <laughs> I don't know if the if the Grinch actually actually exists. That's kind of bad a bad thing for the rest of us. You know, he's going to steal other people's presents. It's going to turn mm-hmm. into a whole thing. So yeah, I'm with Kirk. <laughs> Your oh, grandmother's going to get go. run over by a reindeer. <laughs> what, what is it for you, Em? I think that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Never has a good but grandma survived. Come on, yeah, grandma's, grandma's come on. Fine. I think grandma would want team us to grandma. Have, I think grandma would want us to have a good time survive. and have these gifts. So I'm going to say Grinch is worse than grandma. Oh, you guys are all nuts. <laughs> you don't know what's going to happen to grandma. Grandma <laughs> again, break fine. a hip, break an arm. But you don't know what's going to happen to her. So yeah. um, you got strong grandmas. This is something that's uh, a big part of my family's <laughs> tradition for Christmas. Is okay. that we always get. Um, pajamas on christmas eve so we all oh. wear pajamas at that night and then wake up in the morning and wear the pajamas uh when we open oh, the gifts man. and everything so christmas pjs are integral to the christmas experience i'm also saying provided that you've had a christmas experience gregory I uh have. taylor fetch cap christmas pjs no i don't think they're necessary you know it's it's just about the people you're with on christmas it doesn't matter what you're wearing kirk uh, I think it's cap. It's this. It, this is twofold. So you know, uh, rest in peace, my grandma. Yeah, but yeah. Every you kill year, it by a reindeer. But, yeah, but, <laughs> <laughs> but every year, Greg. Honestly, 
Um, I knew what my grandma was going to get me all the way up until I think of my teenage years. Grandma would always give us the thermal pajamas. So you just knew nice. like you were getting thermal pajamas from grandma for Christmas. It was socks and thermal pajamas. She didn't give you no toys, no video <laughs> games. You already knew grandma was giving you, you was going to have some socks and thermal pajamas. That being said, pajamas now are a social media thing in terms of like, hey, this is our family kind of thing. Yeah, like this everyone's is who we matching. Are. Everyone's like everyone's ma- like, so it's more for me and my buddies because we tease. I have a lot of single buddies out there. Okay, Greg, the single guys. Right? I'm talking to my single guys out there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pajama wearing, pajama wearing is a new thing. It, it's, it's. If you're in the picture with the same pajamas, you're an item now. So mm-hmm. you, that that's part oh. of some of the, uh, the social media aspect of it. Okay. Right. I know you've probably seen a couple memes. So that's been going on in the group chat. I was like, hey, so who's <laughs> taking their their pajama pictures with their lady yet? It's like, I'm not doing that. Nope. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> still, too serious thinking. for me. Yeah, it's too serious. No, that, but that is now the sign of we are together. It's the hard so, yeah. launch. That, yes. That's the kids say. Uh, yeah, uh, so Greg, I think that it is fact. It, and I was when I was married, we mm-hmm. she was Christian, so we did yep. celebrate Christmas for that Pajam- entire time. Matching pajamas, and we did all wear matching pajamas. Wow. That means the See? kids. That means us. That was something yeah. you ha- you got your Christmas the pajamas the day before on Christmas the- Eve, so we all wore it that night and in the morning. So yeah, I absolutely think it's a part of it. I know Taylor wanted to be. It doesn't matter what, no, what no, you're no, wearing. No, no. It's all With about the, the I'm just jealous. And I never got Christmas pajamas. Okay, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but no, they're very important. I think it's a great thing to do, and it just shows you the unity. You doesn't have to be on social media or anything like that. Yeah. I think it's just fun to be wearing the same but type of pajamas. But you know, it will be. Thank you, Taylor. It I will never, be. <laughs> I never post my like, on, on social media anymore because yeah. I don't look great in my pajamas anymore. But like my mom every you don't year, do it for the gram. I don't do it Not for the gram. My mom every year. Uh, we get the we get the Christmas um, pajamas that all match, and then my okay. mom makes us wait on the stairs. Even as adults, even as like yes. nearly thirty year olds, she has to sit on the thing in our in our uh, age order and take a picture before we can walk down the stairs. And we're like, Mom, are we are we getting? Over? I mean, I almost thirty doesn't matter. You could, you could be almost <laughs> forty, almost fifty. This. You're yes. going to be doing that no matter Moms what. Love this. Absolutely. She lives with this. She exactly. Lives with this, she yeah. loves it. Yeah. Um, so uh, I'll be traveling uh, home for Christmas on the 26th after the Rams Broncos game. But mm-hmm. it's uh, and speaking of which, there's a lot of people stuck in the airport. There's a lot of airport travel yes. right now anyway. So it's never too early or too late to drink at the airport. Kirk, factor cap. <sighs> Say that again one more time. It's never it's too never early. It's never too early or too late to uh, drink at the airport. Uh, fact. I would say fact. Only because I think Delta had to tell people, they had to change up their um, they, they had to change up their policy for the Sky Club. Now, I'm not a Sky Club guy. You know, people, you know, I'm, I'm, I try to spend as less time as possible in airports. Yeah. Where there's some people who like to get to the airport five hours before and go hang out in the lounge and go drink, you know, the free drinks. You being early, Kirk? What? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. That, that's not real. No, Sorry. because I am very time efficient. Yes, yes. The you're efficient. The amount of time I'm efficient with my time. If I can do more here, I'll do there. But I can't, for some reason, I just can't drink that early in the morning. I just... I know it's five o'clock somewhere. <laughs> Maybe I could do a. Is a Bloody Mary considered drinking? Yes, it absolutely. Yeah, vodka in it. yeah, like, 
but I feel like the tomato juice makes you feel like it's actually helping you. <laughs> but I, I, I can't I, I can't do the early drinking. I just can't. Okay, okay. This is this is fact. There is fact. no time whatsoever that is not okay. Time <laughs> ceases to exist in an airport. <laughs> it doesn't matter what time you're at an airport because you sh- if you can get a drink, you are allowed to have a drink at an airport the because of what's going the on. The 8 a.m. beer? Greg, it doesn't I matter. People yeah. at the bar at the 8 a.m. beer. Kirk, think about it. When you're there, <laughs> nothing else matters in the world. You are in your own bubble at that point and drinking is just a part of being in there because it's it's an airport i don't care if it's a holiday a non-holiday whatever it happens to be you can drink at an airport and you absolutely should drink at an airport a a cool 150 on the amount of drinks that you're fine fine whatever you gotta do to get through that experience inside of an airport how many stories like it doesn't matter any host any person you know oh i was at the airport yesterday and it was just a mess i lost my luggage i this day it got delayed i've been sitting on the flight for this long whatever happens to be it's Awful in airports. Drink as much as you can, as but much as you want. That seven thirty a.m. doesn't matter. Corona got me through it though. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> See, you get it. When you could, fact cap. Oh uh, yeah, fact. Absolutely. Especially oh, if you're going back to a cold yeah. place like that, Ooh, you know, yeah. uh, you better be hammered if you're gonna go to zero degree weather. Totally. Uh, my my family has gotten in, well. When I went to South Carolina this summer, my aunt and uncle were trying to meet us there, too, and they just happened to have their flight delayed a long time and had ended up spending a lot of time in the Delta Sky Club. And <laughs> let's just say they had to be escorted out. So that's kind of where <laughs> my family is in terms of that kind of stuff at the airport with drinking. So uh, I got one last one for you guys. So sure. uh, Christmas parties are the best holiday parties. Taylor, Fetter Cap. Huh? What what are the and kind of holiday parties do we so have? Do we have Fourth of July? Fourth of July, Memorial Day, are there Easter Labor parties. Day. You know, there oh, is Easter oh, I was thinking like work related for some reason. Sorry, no, yeah. this, is, this is just in general. In general, a holiday party, and I'm, I'm including Thanksgiving on this as well. Uh, Taylor, Fetter Cat. I think Thanksgiving, actually, like the day before Thanksgiving, you know, everybody go goes back to their hometown mm-hmm. and they're all hanging out, drinking at the bar. That mm-hmm. might be the best for yeah. me. Greg. Fourth of July. Fourth of July is the best one. You just get out there. You're if in LA. You're out there on the beach. You're hanging out. You're drinking some beers. You're drinking some whatever wow. you're drinking and having a good time. Throwing around a frisbee. If you're Fourth of else, July. You're at the lake or yeah. Like that. You're yeah. grilling outside. It's fantastic. Yes. No. Fourth of July is the best one. Not Christmas. Kirk. Wow. Oh, that's this is a, this is a tough one. Also, I'm Jewish, so this is very yeah. tough. Yeah. I, <laughs> this is tough. Because I feel like on one side, Christmas parties are really fun because you're usually around people who you know, so you really have a good time. Um, and obviously, there's festive drinks, but then, like Greg right. said, the summer parties, the Fourth of July party is Lighting usually stuff on fire. the one. Yeah, yeah, fireworks outside, barbecue. It's fireworks, and I think you can really dive into the really to the liqueur, right? I think because Christmas parties are more like eggnog and brandy. And I'm lactose intolerant, so I'm gonna <laughs> right. go with the Fourth of July parties because those you can put are a the little lactate bit in there if you want to. Yeah, you know. yeah I don't want to do all that. <laughs> <laughs> don't do all that. Oh man, college football this week. By the way, they started their e. What is it? The uh, ESP for those people. If you don't know what ESP means, I don't. Early signing period. Oh yeah, that's so that started this week. Is UCLA doing something? Because USC has already started. I'll tell you more about that. Coming up next here on Travis and Sleeve on 710 ESPN. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained. 
board. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is hypnotic and tequila season. Hypnotic liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. We know that Travis and Slayer missing out on all is fun. It'd be great. Get, a, get their Christmas takes and everything. But I do have an Ask MLA that we didn't get to yet. So yeah, this is from ahead. John in Huntington Beach of Fullerton who says, We know Emily's family likes to get down. What's the Hebel drink of choice for Christmas time? So it mm. doesn't really, it's not really always Christmas specific, but typically it's going to be, I'm a wine drinker, so I'll have wine. And then there's also these two, there's a cider that I love that's Virginia only, that can only get in Virginia, okay. and then there's a beer that's only in Virginia as well. So like when I go home, I get those two things, I ask my parents specifically, can you get these kinds of brands, and then we're good, good to go. But my dad and my, um, the men in the family are all like whiskey, peanut butter whiskey. Peanut butter whiskey? No. Yes. And then my older, or honey whiskey, and then my older sister is... Ish. White Claw, White Claw, White Claw. White she claw. has so much White Claw, it's ridiculous. Oh or she'll God. make this. So you guys have seen those like large turvises, right? So like these, okay. the really big chunky ones. So my older sister will have one of those like filled with about 50-50 like alcohol to mixer. And it's usually a mixer of like Diet Coke or Diet Dr. Pepper. And yeah, she she gets down on Christmas and the rest of us kind of just like, we, we're, we're all good. But um, you know, the Hebel Christmas gets gets pretty lit sometimes. Good. You, guys? you should be drinking. I only drink scotch. Uh, maybe <laughs> scotch. some wine, but I drink scotch. Yeah. I drink it neat. It's got to be a little bit peaty, like a Lagavulin. Mm-hmm. I can have a little okay. bit of Glenlivet, but for the most part, that's that's my drink of choice every time without fail. What about the Morrisons? Uh, vodka and tequila. My wife is more tequila. of a... Oh, yeah, tequila. She's more of a uh, rosé kind of person. Okay. Ooh, that's me. Champagne rosé. Yeah, you know. I'm more, yeah, tequila or... My drink of choice, just my natural go-to, is a Tito's Rocks with three lime. So I like okay. the lime in there. It actually, the lime squeeze in kind of dilutes the actual alcohol taste. So I really feel like I'm drinking a lime water. So you so don't actually t- like the alcohol. You like... No, it goes down easier. It goes down a little quicker. Yeah. Next thing you know, you do two of those, and next thing you know, the room starts spinning. But you don't actually like <laughs> right. The room does start spinning. But, but so you don't actually like the flavor of tequila. You just like the idea of what it does to you. Well, I think it's it's a smoother taste for me with okay. the lime. The lime gives me the smoother taste of just straight tequila. Because there's some, you know, sometimes you go places. Maybe it's probably just my college experience. Remember where you're. Oh, I don't want to think about those. Yeah, the the alcohol that I had in college used to really taste like rubbing alcohol. Remember, you (laughs) felt like you could get some. Well, because that's because it was garbage. (laughs) It's not good. Yeah, the pop off. The pop off. Pop off. (laughs) Yeah, like too many bags. Like in the beginning of the pandemic, when all the uh, hand sanitizer was running out, and some people were making different hand sanitizer, and it smelled like literally Literally. just tequila, and you're like, this is absolutely terrible. Did you ever have the Ron Rico rum? When you Ron, Ron Rico rum, oh god, that's that's like Popov <laughs> level rum. Ugh. Yeah, oh. Popov was something that you could drink, but also put it on your cuts. Yeah, right. Double for the use. What uh, what bowl game are you doing uh, now? Next? So bowl game, bowl game. So I already had the Cure Bowl last week, which was between Troy, the winners of the Conference USA, versus the winner of the Sun Belt, which was UTSA, University of Texas San Antonio. Great game in Orlando. Awesome game. UTSA lost. It was Troy. The unbelievable experience. Now I'm doing the guaranteed rate bowl between Oklahoma State 
versus Wisconsin. That's so a good game. It's 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 it would be a good game on paper, Greg. But <laughs> in the world that we live in, the um the 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 transfer portal has changed how we look at college football and I had a chance sure to talk has. to some of these coaches. Um and Oklahoma State actually had about five guys enter the portal, a name that people here in Los Angeles should know. A linebacker of Oklahoma State left there. He signed with USC this week, guy by the name of Mason Cobb. So he'll be out of this particular bowl game, but you'll see him with the USC Trojans this week. On the opposite side, Wait, um, can he play? In the, he, he cannot can, play. Okay, okay, good. Good. I was about to say that's <laughs> kind of crazy play. because he has to enroll at school. So right, he's right, right. not considered a, a he's not enrolled at school. Because they're still student athletes. Yet. Yeah, they're <laughs> still student athletes. You're right, Em. So it's crazy because. Uh, you've have I have a game here coming up, and yet both quarterbacks that were starting that started the season for the are not a part of these teams. So the kid named Spencer Sanders for Oklahoma State, he is currently in the portal. Another good guy that maybe Chip Kelly may think about at UCLA right now, who's kind of in a situation where they're trying to find who is their quarterback for next season. And then the other quarterback, kid named Graham Mertz, over at Wisconsin, he. Enter the portal. He is now a quarterback over at Florida. So trust me when you say like, "Are you working this week, Kirk?" Like my head is exploding because this is just crazy. I talked to a coach yesterday, right, and he said, "This is what college football is." By the way, he says high school and junior college is now the draft. The transfer portal is now free agency, and that's why you're seeing how these schools will start to handle. Um, just the way this is just happening right now. So transfer portals, free agency, and high school, and all these. I'm I just laugh about it, and I shouldn't be laughing. But you know, when you see these high school kids have like the three hats in front of them, when they're going to make their decision on, you know, I'm going to pick this hat, and they they fake like they're going to grab this hat, and at the end they grab this one and say, you know, I'm going to Alabama. Yeah, you know, that doesn't mean twist. anything anymore. Yeah, that don't mean that no more. I mean, kids now literally are picking a school, and in literally six months are in the transfer portal. Yeah. It's crazy. So let me ask you this. You were a third-round draft pick for the Raiders, right, Correct. coming out of San Diego State. Yes. So that means you were a high draft pick and people really wanted you. If you were in college right now, yes. would you have left San Diego State to go try to play somewhere for a season, maybe two, at like UCLA or USC or go to the SEC, the Big Ten? Most What would you have done? Yes? 100%. Wow. So you would have taken definitely. a part of the transfer portal. I would have. I would have, um, because if you look at the trajectory of my career, um, I started as a freshman. I was a freshman All-American. My sophomore year of college, I was a first-team all-conference linebacker. Right. My third year, my junior year, I actually was the defensive player of the year in our conference. So I would have had – I could have I could have transferred as a graduate transfer, have one year of eligibility, and could have played anywhere in the country – and I would have loved to have been on a Power 5, SEC, Big 10, and at the time Pac-12. Me and my buddies from USC, we have this conversation all the time. Um, guys like Lofa Tatupu, like, you know, yep. like Trojan greats. And we say, man, what if we all would have played together? If the transfer portal would have been around at that time, I would have loved to have went to USC. 
or UCLA. It, it would have been fun. It would have raised your value just that much more. So Absolutely. you have no problem with any of this transfer portal stuff because I know coaches can are bouncing around all the time already, but Correct. you have no problem with players like Caleb Williams leaving yeah. Oklahoma to go to USC with, with Lincoln Riley or, you know, even Zach Charbonnet left Minnesota or Minnesota, uh, Michigan, Michigan to go to yeah. UCLA. Like people are moving around all the time. You have no problem whatsoever with this. Well, no, because I think movement is part of uh, of the job now especially in professional sports in collegiate sports i think that sometimes people go to a place and they like remember a recruiting visit for a lot of people is you you're go to a school for 48 hours and you're just like can you see yourself playing here i always remember my recruiting visit to san diego state now i had also visited uh unlv i'd also visited washington arizona was next up but I remember my head coach, a former USC head coach by the name, Ted Toner, was the head coach at San Diego State. And I remember he sat us all down and he says, look, I don't know where you guys are going to choose, what school, whatever, but I want you to remember that flight into San Diego and you come in through downtown and you land. Just always remember, this will now be your home, your home forever. So if you go to San Diego State, the city of San Diego will always be here for you. So when you graduate and you, hey, I want you to make it to the NFL, but if you don't, tell me another city in America you wouldn't want to live in. I was sold then. I was sold. Uh, but I mean, like, that, is that enough for you, though? Like, I mean, it he's basically really, saying, like, you may not make it to the, you, to the NFL if you come here, but people will love you here. Whereas if you right. go to somewhere like Alabama or USC or, or even Oregon, something like that, they're like, you're going to be in the NFL if you come here. You're going to be a superstar if you come here. You got you got a guy dude down there being like the city will love you. <laughs> well, I think, but the but the one thing the reason why I chose him because no one actually told me the truth. Everyone can say they want you to go to the NFL and you can happen, but when you think about the reality of only 260 players get drafted every year. Am I one of those 260? When you think about how many well, you upwards were. of yeah, I, I did get there. I know, but. If you would have asked me my freshman year, going into San Diego State, 220 pounds, well, I was about 210, soaking wet. I had a red shirt. I, the NFL was never on my mind, Greg. Oh, wow, really? Yeah, never. I, sort of got, I was going to an offensive school that doesn't even have a on-campus stadium. Like, I was just being realistic with myself. Like, hey. Okay, so you built cool yourself college. up, and then you could have, if you were in this era, you would have been able to, because you built yourself up so high, you could have moved to something else and raised your value even more. Yeah, I, I'll leave you with this before we got a break here. I, I talked to head coach Mike Gundy from Oklahoma State yesterday, and the one thing he did tell me is that his quarterback who entered the portal says, hey, coach, I've been here for five years with you. I just want to do something new. And coach said, you know what? I can't blame you because if you're, he said, if you're one of my kids, I would want you to go see the world as well. You spent five years in Oklahoma. He said, you know what? Go see what's out there for you. Go see what's out there. And I can't blame him. Hey, LeBron did it, right? LeBron spent that time in sure. Cleveland. He's like, you know what? Like, I, I appreciate I wanna go see it. Miami. I want to go see Miami. I want to make movies in L.A. I want to go back to Cleveland. You know what? I want to <laughs> go to L.A. Like, so I think that's what it is now. College sports have now turned into professional sports. No, oh, I I fully agree with that, and I get people yelling at me all the time saying that no, it's not. It's still you're still you're still a student athlete. No, you're not. not. No, you're no, making no. money. Making money. That's why UCLA will be in the Big Ten. Yep. with SC, but a team that has like changed like the way that they play, but more importantly, an indictment on the guy who used to coach the football team. This dude should have just stuck to college. 
I'll tell you who that guy is coming up next here right here on Travis and Sliwa on ESPN 710.